Hello and welcome to the first official Danko podcast episode. I am your host, Andrew Danko. So it is currently January 2nd, so just after the new year of uh, you know 2022, coming into 2022 here. And I wanted to kick off the year by kicking off the podcast. I figured it would be a great opportunity since it is only a day after the start of the new year. Um, it'd be a great opportunity for us to go ahead and talk about setting some goals for 2022. All right, so I want to talk to you guys a little bit about how you can set your goals, how you can or- organize them, you know, provide some advice on them, as well as sharing some of my own goals for 2022 so we can ensure that we have a path we want to follow and so that we can ensure that at the end of the year, we can determine whether or not we have achieved said goals. So to start, I'd like to ask you how your 2021 year went. Did you accomplish what you wanted to accomplish? Did you feel as though you achieved all that you wanted to achieve, all that you set out for? Take a second to just ask yourself, was 2021 a success for you? Now, right now, some of you may be nodding your head, you know, nodding and saying yes, or shaking your head and saying, hell no. Um, But I'm curious, how many of you actually set specific goals? All right. How many of you guys at the beginning of the year, and I'm not talking about the New Year's resolution that you quit after like three weeks. I'm talking about legitimate, measurable goals. All right. So I know in large part that when the new year, you know, transitions or shifts over, one of the most common probably New Year's resolutions is I want to get in shape. Okay. I want to, I want to, um, I want to get in shape. I want to be shredded or I want to be jacked or whatever it is. That's like the, the marquee New Year's resolution. All right. But I'm talking really about legitimate goals, goals that are measurable, that are specific, that are attainable, and that are trackable as well. So this is a problem that I see a lot of people um, run into, and I've spoken with a few people already as this new year has started. Like I said, we are only in the second day of 2022, um, yet still some people have not even really considered what their goals um, are for this year. And how can you really look holistically at 2021, if you never actually set any goals for yourself during that year? How can you say it was a success or a fail if you never actually set any goals? All right. So I want to give you guys some advice if you didn't set goals for 2021 on how to set goals on 2022. Now, if you did set some goals in 2021, I hope that this advice can help you fine tune set goals or perhaps, you know, um, categorize them or compartmentalize them in a certain way in which perhaps it'll be more beneficial to you and it will mean more for you in the long term. So to get right into it, my very first piece of advice for creating goals for the new year for 2022 would be to break them down into different groups. All right. So I like this because it allows me to organize it in a way in which I can create, you know, sub goals for every, you know, big focus group. So when I say big focus group, what do I mean? All right. So in my case, I was able to break it down into um, family goals, financial goals, uh, career slash business goals, um, fitness goals, and then self-improvement goals. All right. And I think those are all pretty good areas. If you have other areas that you want to add or break into um, different groups, or you want to get rid of one, you know, aspect or one, you know, focus group or fine tune it, you do you, all right? But I do recommend that you break them down into different groups because each goal is specific to said group. It helps you focus on one group in particular, and it also kind of hones in and specifies particular goals 
um, versus, you know, say just coming, you know, off a, off a whim, just thinking of random, you know, things that you'd like to accomplish in the new year. Now, the next uh, piece of advice I have for you guys would be to, you know, when you're thinking of said goals, you know, after you've thought of these, you know, groups, and perhaps while you're thinking of these groups, brainstorm areas of your life that you'd like to improve on. Okay, so if your fitness is garbage right now, if you feel like a fat whale, maybe that's something you focus on. Or if your family you know, relationships are, are not as tight or not as close as you'd like them to be, perhaps you focus primarily on your family. If your finances are in the gutter, if you are scraping by, perhaps finance and your, your financial future um, or your finances as a whole and management of said finances, maybe that's the goal that you really focus on. But brainstorms areas, brainstorm the areas of your life in which uh, are not going well right now. And like I said, hone in on those, those, you know, that particular group or goal. Now, once you've, you know, figured that out and, and, you know, brainstormed a few ideas as to, you know, groups in which you feel have been kind of lacking in your life, now you need to think of goals. And when I say goals, what I mean is specific and measurable um, tasks that you can achieve. Okay. So I always say that you can't really achieve something if you can't measure it. So what does measurable mean, right? Give me an example, Andrew. Okay. Well, when I say measurable, okay, perhaps you have a financial goal to get um, out of debt completely. You want to have zero debt by the end of 2022. That is very, very measurable, right? Because obviously you look at your, um, you know, your credit card statement or perhaps uh, your credit score and it tracks all the debt that you currently have on your name. By 2022, getting that number from, let's say, 10,000 to zero um, is very measurable because at the end of the year, you can check and you see that the number either says zero or it says some other number that is above zero, meaning that you are still in debt, whatever that amount is. Another example of a measurable goal, and uh, you know, I'll talk, I'll, I'll speak on, you know, behalf of let's say family all right so family is another group how can you measure you know your relationships with your family well for me i like to measure said relationships by setting a certain goal for reaching out to certain family members every so often so that sounds pretty vague what do i mean by that well what i mean is that for example if i want to strengthen my relationship with my grandparents then i decide that i need to you know reach out you know via phone or um, you know, via phone call or via, you know, seeing them, hanging out with them, um, going out to lunch. I want to do that once every three weeks. Okay. I think that, you know, between two to three weeks is very fair because one week you may not have a lot to, uh, to talk about, to report on, but you know, two to three weeks, you usually have something to say and it's always nice to check in with people. All right. You don't need it to be, or you don't want it to be too repetitive. There's nothing wrong with calling. I'm sure your grandma or your grandpa would love to talk to you every single, you know, every single week or perhaps every single day for that matter. Um, but I find that two or three weeks provides just enough substance to speak on behalf of and to ask them what they are up to and how they are doing. So that's an idea of a family, you know, goal and a measurable family goal is I want to reach out to, you know, my grandparents once every three weeks. Okay. So like I said, we're getting into writing down specific and measurable goals. So the way that I would determine and figure out the scale of these goals too, just to give you guys a little bit of advice on that, would be to break it down into, let's just say, smaller units of time, okay? So what do I mean by that? 
well, I have a, a business goal, right? My, my business goal for, um, for those of you guys who follow my YouTube channel, I have a power washing business. My business goal is to achieve 60000 in revenue this year, okay? It is year two, and that is totally within reason. Um, so how did I come up with that number, though? Did I just think of it off the top of my head? No. Um, what I did is I broke it down into the amount of weeks that are in the power washing season. So power washing, for those of you guys who don't know, is seasonal. You cannot do it, especially in New England. You can't do it during the winter because it's too cold for the um, the chemicals you use or the water you're using to uh, to properly work on the house. You could uh, you know do a lot of damage to a property by free, you know water that freezes or you know um, not really get much results because the chemicals are too cold to actually react to the mold and moss and mildew to kill all of that on the siding of houses. So it's a seasonal business. So I took the year, I broke it down into uh, the length of the season, the projected length of the season, of course, always weather dependent. And then I said, how much can I realistically make per week? What's a realistic figure that I can pull per week? And after looking at the numbers, I realized this is what I can do in a given week. It comes out to about $25 or $2,600 a week. This is what I can do in a given week, and this is how many weeks. Um, I don't know. I don't remember the number off the top of my head. I believe it was like 25 or 26. This is the amount of weeks that I can work, okay? So that's how I came up with that goal. I said, I want to do this amount every week, and I want to, um, you know, overall, that will, that will result in this yearly figure. So um, same thing, too. I actually have a YouTube goal, again, um, you know, I do have a YouTube channel. If you, if you've never heard of it, or if you're coming over from the YouTube channel, um, well, first, if you're coming over, I appreciate it. If you've never heard of my YouTube channel, just look up Andrew Danko on YouTube. You will find my channel and I hope that you'll provide some, uh, some entertainment or some information, um, for those of you guys who are interested in becoming a Marine Corps officer or just are interested in, you know, topics of fitness, um, you know, business aspects, lifestyle, like to switch it up. This is not a sales pitch. Back to what I was saying, uh, my goal for my YouTube channel is actually to get to uh, 1,000 subscribers. So yeah, it's pretty small, I know, but I think it's very manageable. I'm at about, I'm at about 350 right now. So 1,000 would be a good goal. It comes out to about two subscribers adding per day um, for the entire year. And that's, that's, like I said, that's my goal. That's what I want to achieve this year for the YouTube channel. Okay, so same thing. I said, what's a realistic number? Is one or two people per day, you know, growth of uh, subscribers, is that realistic? Yes. So that seems like a fair goal. 1,000 subscribers by 2023. Okay, so now that we have looked at, you know, the different focus areas of our life, we have now written down a couple specific and measurable goals. What can we do to ensure that we achieve said goals? Okay. Well, first and foremost, after we've written something down, we need to look at it with a very realistic, you know, view viewpoint. And I say that when I when I say that I don't want to turn people off to um, having ambitions. Okay, don't take realistic the wrong way because I'm a dreamer and I am all for you know you want to do something you put your mind to it you can achieve it. However, is it realistic to think that in one year you can grow a company from zero to ten million in revenue? Well, I'm I'm certainly not going to say it's not possible. It is. Totally possible. I believe anything's possible. However, is that realistic? Probably not. Okay. Start with a smaller goal of saying, hey, just start the business. You know, start the business and maybe do, 
you know, 10,000 in revenue. It depends on the type of business you're in. If you're in a very scalable business, maybe 100,000, a six-figure income is, uh, or revenue is totally um, realistic. But if you're in like a service business or a small business that's local, maybe you just want to do, you know, 15,000 or 20,000 in revenue. I know that sounds like nothing. Or maybe you just want to be profitable, create a profitable business, Okay. Set goals that are realistic. It's not realistic to say for me that my business is going to go from um, about 30,000 in revenue last year to um, 1 million in revenue this year. That's just not, that's not realistic, okay? So keep that in mind. We want to take a look at the, at, our, at the goals we've written down and we want to determine whether or not they are realistic. Again, use that scale that I discussed to determine if it's realistic. Is one or two, adding one or two subscribers a day for my YouTube channel, is that realistic? Yes. Is Adding 1,000 YouTube subscribers per day realistic? No, it's probably not. I would certainly like to strive for that, but I'm not going to expect that because that may be a little unrealistic, okay? And uh, the goals that I've set, you know, same thing for you guys. You want to make sure that they are achievable. Now, like I said, how can we, how can we stay on track to achieve said goals? Well, personally, I feel that it's always easiest to, again, break them down. So if you set a goal for the year, it's important to look every month at how much progress you've made towards your goals. So a great example would be, like I said, if you are running a business, okay, and you want to do however much in revenue, you look every month and determine how far or how close you are to achieving the monthly goal. So you have the monthly goal, or like I spoke on before, the weekly goal, keep achieving that every time, those little goals, and they will overall add up to that big goal. And same thing, just reviewing each month and determining whether or not you really achieved what you needed to achieve for that month in order to stay on the entire overarching course of your yearly goal, okay? So my recommendation here would be to set yourself up by simply every month reviewing, or if you want to do every week for that matter, reviewing your progress and your um, your current state um, in, in, in achieving said goal, Reviewing that and determining whether you are still on pace, whether you are, you know, past the pace, you're going faster than you thought or slower than you thought. And if you're going slower than you thought, then perhaps you might want to switch a few things up so you can get back on course and hit the goal that you wanted to hit. Now, in terms of uh, my own personal goals, um, and these you will see, I've kind of applied all of the advice that I've just provided. In terms of my own personal goals, I'm going to share those guys or those with you guys now. Um, like I said, these are all measurable goals. They are all realistic goals for me. And I hope that by listening to some of them, you guys can perhaps mimic um, them accordingly. So first and foremost, I broke my goals into family, finance, business slash career, um, fitness, and self-improvement. Now, from the family aspect, as I spoke on previously, um, I have uh, a goal to not only uh, build and strengthen my relationship with my grandparents, but also to strengthen my relationships with my mother and father, um, and to strengthen my relationship with my uh, two younger brothers and my younger sister. So my goal for all of them, and this is, you know, I think this is totally manageable, but is to uh, call or check in with them at least once every three weeks. All right, so I at least want to either see them, you know, in person or call them once every three weeks. Now, I'm still in college, um, but I don't necessarily live around the corner from them. Um, I don't live far, so it's totally manageable. But regardless, I have the option to call them as well. So it's always feasible. There's no excuse as to why I would not be able to achieve those goals. It's literally once every three weeks. I mean, it's really not even that much. Okay. 
but it's totally manageable. It's totally realistic. And I really think it'll go a long way in strengthening my relationship with those family members. Now, from a financial goal standpoint, my goal this year is by the end of 2022, coming into 2023, I want to amass a uh, net worth that is over six figures, okay? This is also very manageable. I am um, certainly, without going too in-depth, um, you know, if you guys really want in-depth, uh, I'm, I'm really not somebody who's afraid to discuss, um, you know, financial um specificity or something like that. I, I, I don't mind providing the specifics, but without getting too in depth on this, um, I am certainly on pace to achieve this, uh, six figure net net worth, um, by 2023. And that's not me bragging. That's me saying that I've managed my money for a long time. I've saved up. I'm pretty frugal. And so I am certainly on track to achieve it. Although it's not just going to be a walk in the park. I'm not just going to achieve that, uh, without doing anything. There's a lot of things that have to go right in order for me to achieve that. It's it's realistic because I'm on track. I'm not starting from zero. It's realistic because I am on track. But at the same time, like I said, I need some of my other goals to actually hit in order for that goal to hit. So that's why it's important that I keep up with my other goals in order to achieve this goal, okay? So from a business slash career goal standpoint, well, I told you guys that my revenue goal for my power washing company is 60,000 this year. Totally, totally realistic. Um, I am not going to uh, TBS, the basic school, until September. Um, for those of you guys who understand and know the Marine Corps, basically means that I'm not, or for those of you guys who don't, I should say, basically means that I'm not starting my Marine Corps training um, you know, as an officer, you need to get an additional six months of what's called the basic school. You need to get that additional training before you really go into your specific MOS school and then your specific MOS. So um, I graduate in May, but I'm not starting my training again, my you know follow-on training until September, which means I have the full summer to work on my business. And this is probably the last summer I will have to work on my business, of course, but uh, that leaves plenty of room to achieve this yearly revenue figure. So I'm very excited to hit the ground running on that once the weather warms up. But in any case, like I said, 60K is certainly reasonable. It's beyond reasonable, in fact, um, given the weekly goal, which is about, like I said, 25 to 2600 bucks per week. Um, now, in terms of YouTube, as I spoke on previously as well, I want to reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. I think that's totally manageable, um, totally realistic, as I told you guys the numbers before. Now, in terms of uh, building new companies, I actually have a goal to build two new companies. I'm not going to get super in-depth with them right now. Um, I will make a follow-on video or perhaps a follow-on podcast on that. But there are two ideas that I have that I really want to get started. Um, They are more so actually um, online service businesses. So I'm very excited for those. um, But I want to roll those out once I really have them fully developed. So my goal is actually to start both of those businesses, and then I have very, very um, minuscule um, revenue figures that I want to achieve with them because they are very competitive markets, so I don't expect a whole lot this year, but I really want to get those up and running. I want to get them operational. That's really my goal is to get those two businesses operational. Again, you know, um, keep your eyes and ears peeled. If you're interested in those, I will be posting at least a, a podcast, if not perhaps a video on YouTube on both of those you know, how I started them, how they're going, my idea with them, everything under the sun on those subjects. Now, in terms of fitness, my fitness goal this year is to run an ultra marathon. So those of you guys who don't know what an ultra marathon is, an ultra marathon is any distance that is over marathon distance. So a marathon is 26.2 miles. In my case, I want to run a 50 mile ultra marathon. That's 50 miles in one day. 
So I know a lot of you guys are thinking, what the heck, that's uh, psychotic. But, um, you know, if you train, anybody can do it. And I'm a firm believer in that. I'm not of a runner's typical build. I'm actually short and, and rather stocky. So I'm certainly not the uh, your typical runner. Uh, you know, I don't have the typical runner stature or statue or whatever, whatever it is. I don't I don't look like a runner. Um but I am dedicated to putting my time and effort into training for that. And I want to accomplish that goal this year. And then lastly, in terms of self-improvement, um, I have a couple of goals I'm working on in this. I'm, I haven't finalized my goal. I want to finalize them by the end of, uh, you know, probably by before I go to school. So I go back to school for my final semester on like January 10th. So I want to really fine tune these goals specifically, um, for the self-improvement aspect, but my current self-improvement goal, which again, like I said, I want to build upon, um, is to read at least 24 books this year. Okay. So that probably sounds like a lot, or maybe for those of you guys who are bookworms, that sounds like that's a joke. Um, but for me, that's uh, 24 books would be a lot. And I figure it comes out to about two books per month, which I think is totally, totally realistic. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to read 10 books a month, one book a month, you know, is manageable and is certainly easily achievable, but I want to challenge myself. 24 books, um, you know, two books a month. I think that that's a bit of a challenge. And I think that by achieving it, I will find that I retain a lot of information, a lot of knowledge. So I'm really looking forward to getting started with that. So that kind of, that concludes all my goals. Like I said, I hope I, you know, broke them down and gave you guys a good, a good, you know, couple ideas as to, um, as to some of the goals that you can set, um, for 2022, Um, but in any case, like I said, I appreciate you guys coming on, taking the time to listen to the first episode of the channel. I'm really looking forward to this podcast. I have a lot of awesome ideas. Want to bring on a lot of cool guests, um, you know, in terms of, you know, military related, um, you know, business related lifestyle, fitness, uh, nutrition, kind of everything under the sun. I don't want this, this uh, channel to be very specific to one, uh, particular aspect. I want it to be, um, very, uh, unique in that it provides everything. So I want it to be a jack of all trades, if you will, but entertaining you guys nonetheless, hopefully. So again, I hope you guys appreciated this video. I hope this video helps you guys. I'm sorry, this podcast, I'm stuck in my YouTube ways. Um, I hope that this podcast has helped you guys um, in terms of, or will help you set your goals for 2022. Again, this is the Danko podcast. I appreciate you guys coming on and taking the time to listen, and I will hopefully see you in the next episode.